When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium. If you grew up with Disney Channel shows, DCOMs, and music, the Time Machine is ready for you to take a trip back to those golden days. Quick, before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. The weather is changing, and I can feel it in my voice um, and in my stuffy nose. Well, but, lucky you, because it's still hot as hell down here. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, you'll actually get to experience it this weekend. It's only a little. It's supposed to be hot next week. Really? I haven't looked yeah, at the Yeah, it's supposed to be in like the 70s and 80s all next week there. Damn. They, they want to keep me from the fall. I mean, I like this time of year. It's like the cool time of year where if you don't wear a jacket, you're fine as long as you have like a, a light something. Like yeah. yesterday I was out and I just wore a windbreaker and it was perfect. You I know? feel like I do my best looks when I layer, which is why I really look forward to fall and like being able to wear like a little something under a shirt and add a little extra spice to a t-shirt. And it's always nice like when you get into your bed and you're like, have all the covers that's just me just let, once it's just cold enough you... for me to like have a mug full of something hot and wrap both my hands around it and like breathe in the steam it's time you'll be you'll be, you'll be twirling your hair and kicking your feet <laughs> teeing all the I'm way all, i'm always teeing <laughs> you're always you are you're a big teehee energy <laughs> i did an impression of you the other day <gasps> what <laughs> Uh, we were talking to our mutual friend, and I was like, yeah, we were, like made a joke about you posting something. Not of what you posted, just like, Becca will do, we'll post this, and this is audio, so no one knows what I'm doing. <laughs> but Becca covers her, Becca will sometimes like just cover her mouth, and just be like, <gasps> like with her like hand, <laughs> and it would be like, got extra fries in the McDonald's bag, and like... <laughs> A, a picture of Becca just covering her mouth and looking upwards. That's true. That's my go-to, my go-to pose. Either that or a picture that I like will put up on my face and like shake the camera like to my yeah. face. What do you think my go-to pose is? <laughs> you have you have like an open mouth shock when we were kind of like. But your go-to like in. pose for pictures is like the arms crossed, like acting like you're so cool. Because I never, <laughs> I'm not acting like I'm cool. It's either peace signs. You do for a while. Signs I was like, for I just don't know what to do with my hands. Me either. Um, I'm a I'm, I'm like a peace the, sign girly myself. I feel like I give off the Kevin James promo <laughs> shoot energy. Unfortunately, you're coming up out of the manhole. Really, I'm like, <laughs> I just don't know what to do. That's why, like, I hate. Like, I just, when someone's like, get in the picture, I'm like, I, I'm more comfortable taking pictures in a group. Because then I'm like, I can, 
I don't know. Yeah, and then someone will be like, do a silly one. And then, like, then you have a clear directive with a group Yeah, photo. I was like, I need direction. I need, <laughs> I just need a photographer with me, a professional photographer with me at all times. At, at all times. Who doesn't? I at can't decide if I love or hate this era of the internet that is just posting a caption of literally anything alongside the same random picture of a celebrity. Like the Kevin James thing, or like. Oh, that's funny to me. But sometimes it gets overwhelming. Like, there's this one picture of Parker Posey that's like, she's sitting like folded up in a chair, like biting. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I mean, we that talked about funny. it. We talked about it before, but whenever Olivia Rodrigo's album came out, the amount of times we saw the Jamie Lee Curtis picture of her in Freaky Friday. Oh, over like, and over. Me, me listening to Guts. <laughs> me at me the, the Guts Gert- tour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Adam Sandler picture of him sitting in the kindergarten class. <laughs> it's like when Toy Story 3 was coming out. They're like, me and the audience of Toy Story 3. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Or like, if someone thinks someone dies, it's that gift of Denzel Washington. <laughs> it's like, I saw so-and-so trending, and I thought they died. At least the, the Kevin James ones, like, the captions are all over the place. My favorite is when we, is when the joke gets to a point where to continue the meme, you have to take it to absurd places. (laughs) So now people are like photoshopping things on the photo of Kevin James or like splitting it in half and just doing it back to back. It's really funny. The photo of him where he's coming out of the manhole has resurfaced. I saw one today that made me laugh out loud because this is so how I used to be. In college. How you used to to come out of manholes? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Where's Becca? (laughs) Hey, guys. Ah. I was just scurrying underground. (laughs) We heard. Uh, But it said uh, me saying that, like, I have to try and save money and I can't go out. Me as soon as my friends start talking about going out to eat. (laughs) <laughs> coming up out of the middle. true 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 that was literally See, me scrounging every spare scrap of change i had to go to cookout with y'all at a moment's notice literally there was one time <laughs> i went to cookout and i paid for it with quarters i sold some dvds but i was just out of cash and money and i was like yeah I watch any of these so i took them to um where you could sell them and they'll resell them and i was like and I went to Zaxby's that night because I got twenty dollars <laughs> out of them. That's really how it that. used to be. I remember, I remember looking that as at like Year's Day. I remember looking at like online transcribing jobs that were like a dollar an hour, where you would like go through stuff and like type it out, just freelance. And I was like, God, I just need money for Hattie B's. Oh well, we don't have to get into it, but I remember having I went to donate blood plasma <laughs> to get um, money for fast food. Yes, and we won't we won't talk about it right now because uh, that's another story for another day. Just know <laughs> that when my parents found out and my grandparents found out, they were very upset. Um, anywho, hee hee, talk about tee hee. Um, Speaking of stories to tell, and I'm going to be upset if we don't get um, to them. So let's get into it. All right, these are just kind of stories that for some reason, I like to call these stories that for some reason became stories. Um, Starting with um, Selena Gomez herself. Um, Selena Gomez posted a TikTok and Selena Gomez wants everyone to know she's still single. 
The singer and actress shared a TikTok video on Thursday, once again declaring her single status in a cheeky way. While sporting an oversized long sleeve tee and braided pigtails, Gomez delivered the message from a green couch. Guess who has a boyfriend? Not me, bitch. Y'all be safe out there, the singer said, waving to the camera over a snippet of Cindy Lauper's 1983 classic. Girls just want to have fun. You sent me this one directly and being like, why is this news? Because I feel like every time Selena Gomez makes any low effort TikTok, it's immediately everywhere. A and I want to clarify, are... I want to clarify, it wasn't, Becca wasn't texting me back being like, why are we covering this on the podcast? She was sending me articles yeah. about people breaking down this 10-second TikTok, being like, why is this news? <laughs> someone said, someone quote tweeted it and was like, yeah, we know you're single. You keep reminding us. <laughs> see, see, here's the thing about Selena Gomez. She doesn't want to be a meme, and yet she's doing TikTok stuff. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> it doesn't make sense in my book. Doesn't make sense. But yeah, you always say Selena Gomez for some reason. She can just fart on a TikTok and it'll be front page. <laughs> Literally! I'll be farting soon. <laughs> Stop. Me. <laughs> As I post the Kevin James photo, me when I'm farting soon. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let's, let's keep going. Um, with our next story and possibly final story, unless we have breaking news. Um, uh, speaking of weird things that became a story miley cyrus uh miley cyrus's new beauty makeover came in like a wrecking ball the pop star channeled hannah montana <laughs> looking unrecognizable with her latest hair change only instead of going incognito with a blonde wig she recently returned to her natural brunette roots on september 24th the singer casually unveiled her major hair transformation on instagram as she supported dark brown styled hair and effortlessly loose curls miley who rocked beach blonde bleach blonde hair in recent years paired her fall ready look together with minimal makeup a bright red gucci handbag and a cozy black ensemble this is definitely someone writing the article to fill um, the workout <laughs> i was literally gonna um, say i feel so awful for the person who had to write that article based off of a photo yeah that means nothing um do you think the the photo did cause waves. It did. But do you think do you think that was a wig? I don't was she wearing I, a wig? I don't know why she why would she wear a wig? I don't her, know. Her wigging days are long behind <laughs> her. Do you think if you had to put a wig on all day every day for like 5 years of your life that you would ever want to wear one again? I don't think so. Those are the two Disney 411 things that were brought to the table this week. It's a short but sweet Disney 411, but hey, they can all be winners. And, and then, once again, our only two stories are the two girlies that are always circling each other, Miley and Selena. They're always circling. It's all about internet stuff. They can't, they can't leave each other. Just one of those things. All right, that's all for Disney 4 on 1. Officially. All right. Well, speaking of that's all officially, sometimes there are shows that end before they begin. <laughs> Uh, we're all familiar with the way pilots work and the way that things just sometimes don't make it to air. And today we thought it would be interesting to go back and take a look at just some of, I'm sure, the many, many, many um, unaired pilots that have fallen to the Disney Channel cutting room floor through the years. Yeah, for some reason, there is a lot of information about failed pilots of Disney Channel shows. Um, that, and so we decided to cover them because I feel like some of them could have altered 
the Disney Channel universe as we know it, because a lot of them were set to star future Disney Channel stars. Yeah. And either it just didn't hit or they got, in one particular instance, someone got a decom and that kind of set their Disney Channel career ablaze and they couldn't do the show anymore. Um, So it's really interesting how some made it to air and some didn't and some were reworked in different ways yeah um and we found that some of the shows were because i think disney does like two or three pilots a year and out of those three one gets picked up so some of them didn't have a fair chance because there's one there's one show potential show that was up against hannah montana and i'm pretty sure that was the right choice um but We've decided how we're going to do this is we're going to talk about all the pilots we found. And I'm sure, again, there are some that will never see the light of day. We'll never know. Um, but we found it that there are pretty, like, two distinct categories of the ones that we found information on. One were original ideas that don't have any connection to any Disney Channel stuff. Um, and then there are a bunch of pilots um, that are connected into other Disney Channel established properties. Um, so that's how we're going to talk about these uh, pilots today. So we're going to start out with the original stuff um, and then make our way into, I think, more of the nitty gritty, which is the things that were spinoffs, reboots, um, sequels, if you will, to other Disney Channel um, yeah. stuff. It's wild, too, to see, like, over the course of all of these, the same names coming up over and over again. And we know, we've always known that Disney finds a way to get their stars through the pipeline where they'll guest star on various things before they get their show. But it's interesting, too, to see how many people, like, even before they got their show or before they got their big thing, how many pilots they were on that, that never even got the green light. Yeah, yeah. I remember I read an interview with Ashley Tisdale. She was just talking about her career. And before Sweet Life, she starred in, in a couple pilots that never went. And so when she was finally going to audition for the Sweet Life, she didn't care. Because she's like, every Disney show I do never makes it to air. Um, so I'm sure there's tons of Disney stars that start that we're in pilots that yeah. we've never I mean we we'll even heard it's not on this list of stuff we're going to talk about today because it didn't come up in our in our research um using such magnificent journalistic sources as BuzzFeed and J14 <laughs> old trusty old faithful J14 oh old faithful but the pilot that Jennifer um Jennifer Stone mentioned on the Wizards pod that was like something about a bus bus stop pod yeah uh, I actually was going to with her actually and was going to bring Hutchins. this up because then that would make, like, at least three failed pilots for Vanessa Hudgens, which is insane. Yeah. Again, again, and it was Jennifer Stone, Vanessa Hudgens, and Brandon Michael Smith from Sunny with a Chance. And I think it was based on a UK Disney show. And they were going to bring it to the US. And it was called, um, it was called Bus Life. And so the whole show was set in between, like... I'm assuming the ride to school. So does that mean the whole set would have been a bus? It's really interesting, too, to see how many of these killed concepts come up in other things. Like, that sounds very similar to As the Bell Rings As the to Bell me. Rings. Yeah. Yeah. Which is another take on a 
uh, British Disney show, which I think um, Bus Life was. They were going to try to bring huh. it to America. Um, yeah, that would. Yeah. What would have? What could you have gone with that? The bus stops at every. I don't know. Maybe it starts with the but bus all, and then it goes into school. All that to say, it's interesting to see which names come up over and over again. And then mm-hmm. which names were at one point all in one place together that then later ended up on completely different shows. Yeah. I mean, Disney Channel loves to, when they see a star, they, they throw them to the wall and see what sticks. And there's a, there's a couple that we'll talk about um, in that. So... I want to start with one that I think probably had the most potential of it being a hit. Um, and I want to start off with, and so now we are in the original concept section. Um, I want to start off with Kiki and Jamal. Yes. Which was um, a show starring Kiki Palmer. And it was about her, um, and it was kind of loosely based off her life. And it was just about her um, and her brother. And the character of Kiki wants to be a singer. And Kiki Palmer actually released some of the clips on her Instagram. So we checked those out. And it was shot on the same set of That's a Raven mm-hmm. with just different set dressing. Well, they, um, the and, cafeteria paint colors were hardly different. Yeah. And, like, I recognized every single room they were in. Well, that definitely is we don't, we're not going to put any money into this. We're just literally just going to put you on the stage. Um, and then the brother... Jamal of Kiki and Jamal is played by Jackson's friend in Hannah Montana, Cooper. If you remember him, was he, he the played... one whose sister was like being weird with Jackson? Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Okay. Um, and then we have Miss Daphne from Good Luck Charlie playing the drama teacher, and who is playing the head of the drama department. Vanessa Hudgens. The mean girl. She's in a mean girl role. So she got a little Sharpay in her. She does, um, yeah. And, so, and, the, and the clips of the Instagram, it definitely is. Well, we saw the theme song. So The theme song was giving iPod commercial from back it in the was, day. It was, it was, and it I was. And it cracked me up because I don't think I've ever seen this in a show before. Like for Kiki and for uh, Andre and for one other actor, there were moving video clips of them like you're used to seeing. And then for Vanessa Hudgens and one other person, they just brought in a photo of them in a circle and just froze it there for a second and then took it back out. <laughs> very, they're like very happy days, very happy days of them. Um, so yeah, what do you think about, because some of these we will never see the light of day. Some of them we can kind of see bits and pieces because they've leaked online, which how does that happen, by the way? Like, I guess Kiki Palmer think- had the footage and... I guess so. Was bored um, and because when did this come out? Just, did she post it? Did she post this this oh, year or was this like a COVID? No, post? this was like I think this was a COVID post. Well, like that two makes three sense. Years ago. Um, so and she's talked about it on her podcast. Um, so yeah, what do you think based off what you saw? And I think out of all the things we're going to discuss, this probably had the best chance of possibly being a hit. Yeah. This was one of the only, um, I, like, the vibes just felt right. I mean, yeah. maybe it's because it was on the Raven set and the laugh track is the exact same. But just, like, I don't know the energy it was giving, the way Vanessa Hudgens was delivering her Mean Girl lines. Yeah, and I always think Kiki Palmer is 
the one that got away. Exactly. From Disney Channel. I mean, they did my, get her, but they didn't get even her though, as much as they could even have. Though, yeah. In my opinion, Kiki Palmer, it slipped right through Disney Channel's fingers, <laughs> and they could have used her more. Um, then what we got was great. Don't get me wrong. But I think this show could have been her. I mean, she's fine. Kiki Palmer is fine, obviously. I don't know. I just kind of like, I want to claim Kiki Palmer as a Disney kid. I know. But she's more of a Nickelodeon kid, but she did both. Because it wasn't like she started in a um, DCOM no one remembers, you know? Yeah. It's like one of the she's. And she's on Disney Mania, so they used her. But that's another example of, oh, we didn't pick up your pilot, but two, three years later, jump in. I need an edit now of slipping through my fingers of, like, Mickey, and you just see Kiki Palmer, like, falling. (laughs) (laughs) I'll write that down. through my fingers all the time. I try to to capture every every Kiki. You know it's your girl. <laughs> Do we? A national treasure. Always has she been, always will be. The, they shot this pilot before Aquila and the Bee, even. Before Aquila and the Bee? Mm hmm. Okay, okay. I didn't know if it was before Aquila and the It was. It was pre Aquila. I remember every Friday night, my mom would rent us movies from Blockbuster. Um, and one, of, one night it was Aquila and the Bee. And I was so disappointed. Like, <laughs> I don't want to watch a movie about a spelling bee. Boo. Boo. Was your mind changed then, when you saw the movie? Yes. <laughs> I, and I finally, because when I was a kid, I had to watch something to go to sleep. Like, I just had to. Yeah. Um, and so I put that in my DVD player in my room, and I stayed up, all, and I stayed up to watch the whole entire thing. <laughs> That's the power of the Palmer, baby. Keela and the Bee. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> bootsing the house down did you see also um what was his fucking name andre right yeah the actor he the andre said in when he was talking about this because he posted clips on his instagram as well um that at the time he had shot another disney pilot with zach efron that didn't make it to series Ooh, interesting yeah zach efron in a that would have been interesting. I, if he Zac didn't Efron give any more details, and it didn't come up in this list, so I don't know what it was. But he got what? the sheer honor of being in an unaired pilot with Zac Efron and with Vanessa Hudgens. And with Kiki. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I wonder what it would have. I wonder what it was. I know. And this. It's this, weird to like. This Kiki and Jamal concept is like. One of the only ones that you don't really see pop up somewhere else on the Disney Channel. I mean, we obviously have, like, Little Girl, who is a singer, but we, I don't know, like, something with this exact kind of premise never came back up. Yeah, because it's not like she's, I think the only thing I can compare it to is Hannah Montana, because that has music in it. Yeah, but the vibe but is, the, difference... the vibe is a lot more That's a Raven overall. Yeah, it's That's, it's, I think it's That's a Raven with music. That's where even had music. No, but you know what I mean. There's no, there's no special power. She's just a girl who likes the art. So I guess that show Victorious kind of maybe vibe, so to speak. Maybe, Um, maybe, maybe, maybe. All right. Um. So Kiki, you won in the end, but I wonder 
Opening up this Disney Channel vault and seeing what is inside is going to just make me think shoulda, coulda, woulda. What ifs, what ifs, what ifs. Um, all right. Are we ready to move on to our next one? Let's do it. Okay, uh, I want to talk about Allie and AJ. Also um, names because... that came up several times. Yes. Um, and they are ones that Disney Channel saw that they had a following. They shot one, and maybe one was in development and it never went through. Um, but this was post-Cowbells. Uh, so they were very established. So Disney was like, okay, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta have them on. Yeah. Because, uh, you, know, you know, AJ never got a chance to do the Disney Channel one. So this could have been her chance. Um, so the first one was a show, and this was actually a press release that I'm reading about this show that Ali and AJ were going to star in. Dang. So, so it made it that far where they announced it to the press that they were shooting this. Disney Channel signed Allison and Amanda Mashock. So this is from... <laughs> Not their government November- names? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, is from no- this is from November 9th, 2005, announcing the new show Ali and AJ will be on. Oh, my God. Disney Channel has signed Allison and Amanda Mashaka. Allison is a regular on Disney's Field of Future, and Amanda has a recurring role on The Guardian know what that is uh to a multi-project talent holding deal that includes top lining the series pilot haversham hall um the, it was going to be about parent trap style story of two teenage sisters separated during childhood who wind up as roommates at prestigious new england boarding school haversham hall uh and it was going to be <laughs> someone who created shrek um oh. <laughs> who worked on Shrek created this well no we'll um executive produce this and friends so imagine that and they also had a pilot that was going to be created by the showrunner of wizards of waverly place called the odd cousins which was about two cousins who one was sunny bright and cheery southern california cheerleader and then her emo portland northwestern grungy cousin uh, got into trouble and was sent to live in sunny socal with her cousin but the pilot just kept getting reworked or whatever. Um, so Alan AJ couldn't be in it. And so Disney still wanted to do the pilot and said, hey, we have this musical movie called High School Musical. Vanessa, can we see if Vanessa Hudgens would be good for it? Because, you know, they love a good. Yeah, Vanessa Hudgens um, was attached to Odd Cousins, right? Yes. But then High School Musical took off. Mm-hmm. And Vanessa Hudgens wasn't going to be in no do you think she would have been the peppy one one or the grungy one the peppy one because i don't know if um the peppy one in my opinion that one see like the haversham hall one sounds interesting too but this odd cousins one i wish had gone through because i feel like we just didn't have like that grungy like goth representation on disney channel like from anybody the Haversham Hall sounds more fun than the Odd Cousins. It does, but I want, I like, the emo Portland Northwest grungy. Like, I want that. I don't. Well. Okay, out of Allie and AJ, who was going to be the grungy one and who was going to be the SoCal sunny one? I feel like Allie was going to be the grungy one. Probably because, do you think since Allie was already an established Disney Channel star. They wanted to make her like. They the, want to give her the media one. role. <laughs> they want to give her the media role. I don't know. Like, paid, I I could see either dreams. one of them doing either. I think honestly. 
It's kind of like Mary Kate and Ashley growing up. One was always the tomboy, and one was always the the one into fashion. That was always like their thing. So you can differentiate them. So when they would do like the switcheroos in their movies, one would have to be like, "Oh, I hate doing all this boy stuff." <laughs> they're like, "Why? You always love this." And they're like, "Oh, I mean, you're right." <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Well, that's what they would always do. It's like Zach and Cody. I know. One is always the other one. One's smart, one's dumb. Um, yeah, I wish Ali and AJ... It's one of those other things that... In the difference between Kiki Palmer... Ali and AJ didn't slip through Disney Channel's fingers. But I feel like they could have done more with them. Yeah. For AJ's sake, at least. They did still, Allie in a got- sense, get away because they got them for the movie, but then they just, like, couldn't... It just didn't work out with the, with the show. Yeah. Allie, Allie got the full Disney Channel treatment. Music, movie, show. She did. AJ got music and, mov- music and movie. See, I feel like you got the full Disney... Well, there's exceptions to the rules, as always, but I feel like the full Disney Channel treatment is, at the end, they give you the wand. To do the, to do the thing. Yeah, that was um, Andre from Kiki and Jamal said that he was bummed that he never got to have his "You're Watching Disney Channel" moment because he really, yeah. really wanted to. Yeah, and he like, put in a lot of work for that channel, and that's like, that's gotta be a bummer to like hope that you'll right. finally get the invite to come in for like three extra hours on a Saturday to shoot all that bonus I'm, crap. Because uh, I'm sure AJ was so bummed when she had to wait outside. And her mom's minivan while Allie was in the studio doing her wand. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 no. You're in a decom. Where we only do TV shows. Because you know, Zach Efron and Vanessa Hudges never did one. Yeah, they But they're did. the exception to the rule, in my opinion. They're the exception. They're they were Disney Channel had their grasps on them. Do you think any of the actors that were like supporting characters would see when they would have like the animated characters do wand IDs and be like, Are you freaking kidding me? They're like, why the hell is Stitch doing one? <laughs> Why is the naked mole rat doing one and I can't have one? Dang. Dang, dang, dang. Um, all right, let's keep going into the original pilot territory with this show that... Now, this is when we're getting into the weird stuff, in my <laughs> opinion. Um, when Disney Channel was like, everything has to have a shtick. Uh, everyone has to have a superpower or something weird. So this was a pilot... That was called Growing Up and Growing Down, which starred Rainey Rodriguez from Austin and Alley and Adam Irohoyan from Shake It Up as parents who'd been transformed into teenagers again. Noah Centineo was set to star as their son. Um, and of course, the pilot never went through. See, this is when the, I don't think the pilot would have last, obviously did not last, but I've the series could not have lasted that long. Well, I don't did think you there's any legs. Another article I read said what happens is they rub a magic lamp and accidentally transform their parents into teenagers. So there's genies involved too. Which seems yeah. like a bit much. <laughs> well, it's like, okay, how long? I think because the whole time, so say it runs like three years, like the whole time. You're stuck in a teenager's body for three years. Yeah, exactly. It's like the whole entire time you're like, you're my parent. It's just like, it's good for a movie. It's good for a decom. Right. But not for new season on growing up and growing down. 
mom has to go to prom again. Uh, like, well, this is also like Disney Channel. Kids watching Disney Channel don't care about parents. And I don't know that they would care about parents that much more if they put them in a teenage body. This is also a concept that has been like done to death in a way like, you know, adults getting age down or like you having to interact with your parent as a teenager and they're they're mean to you or <laughs> your your mom well, is crying in the bathroom into, then you run into the plots of are the parents supposed to date exactly high schoolers because you're like yikes that person's supposed to be 45 <laughs> so that's where i'm like oh it's like not to bring up freaky friday but you know when Jamie Lee Curtis and Chad Michael Murray have insane chemistry. Mm-hmm. But and it's off, it was off the charts. Dare I say better charts. than his chemistry with Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> that coffee shop scene. You, Ooh. Dare you say. Am I so lame for loving this song? <laughs> because it's like, it's supposed to be his chemistry with when Lindsay she's, Lohan. When she's, messing, when, she, when she's messing with the, the, um, the paper from the straw. Why do I know? Great acting choice by Miss Lee. <laughs> Miss Lee. <laughs> okay, this next one, I want to say anything else. That, I'm so glad that one did not make it to air because, like I said, I don't think it had legs to stand on I for know. having a couple episodes. Because, <laughs> like, then, like, then, like, if the parents are, because then what? The entire time someone's like, where are your parents? Um, um, they're vacationing what, like, a, in a, Australia. A social worker comes to the house. <laughs> My gosh, you know the social worker would have been like the the villain of the series. Like, the social worker's here. Yeah, because we're your parents. The Cobra Bubbles effect. The social worker's here. Really, though. <laughs> but also, this is raising so many questions now. Because where is the money coming from in this house? Because the parents can't go to their jobs anymore. Yeah. So Are y'all all many- working at McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> see, Disney Channel has so many plot holes. And I think this one would have just been too many exactly or even the pea brain of a seven-year-old <laughs> you love to see rainy rodriguez working be like, right this could have been rainy rodriguez's starring vehicle i wonder if this was pre or post austin and it was alley post this is post because mm. it said 2015 well damn it I'm, austin- I'm sad that it fell through for her and rainy rodriguez it's okay she got the she got that they didn't she had her moment. Beverly Hills Chihuahua of- is not a moment. I think it's her moment. <laughs> it is like nice when shows end and they give the side characters a chance to headline their own show. Yeah. Not as a spinoff like Debbie Ryan, you know, Bailey on Sweet Life. And then that one didn't even do a pilot. Jesse? It went straight to series. That's Which is like the first time crazy. Disney ever did that. They're just like, yep. I want to make history. It. I mean, she meant it. She made <laughs> she, Literally, she made history. Um, speaking of history, you want to talk about some vampires? Ooh, the Forever Boys. The Forever Boys. Okay, the, so the Forever Boys was supposed to star the guys from the band Forever in Your Mind. Who? Um, <laughs> whoever they are. <laughs> Um, Ricky Garcia, Emery Kelly, and Liam Atridge. Um, it was going to be about three brothers. Hmm. I wonder why they wanted to do this idea. Um, 
who were bitten by a vampire in 1957. After <laughs> very odd year. I, I know. Um, after years of hanging out in the shadows to keep their vampire status a secret, they eventually reemerge as a vampire boy band. Huh. This, um, dare I say, could have been reworked into Julie and the Phantoms because it sounds eerily similar. Yeah. Like accident or something happens to a boy band in the past and then they come back at a later date and become famous. Yeah, I think with if they played their cards right, this could have been another Jonas Brothers type. Band. Yeah, but when did they say this was 2016? Like, Twilight was over already. The vampire hype had, like, really died down. Yeah, but... Yeah, I guess so. I, I guess, don't know. Okay, this so one in my mind was... I I just don't see this working on, on, in your Disney, mind? on Disney Channel. In your mind? Forever in your mind? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> well, I did a little research on the band. Because I was like, is this a band that... So this was a band that Disney would try to make happen. Yeah. Um, And one of them starred in a show called Best Friends Whenever. And so this pilot was... um, It was actually part of a 360 deal that the band members all signed. So like, hey, we're giving you a record contract. We're going to give you a TV show. And the reason was because they just, one of the band members said the reason the show never got picked up was they decided they wanted to go younger with the channel. We were cool with it. We were, we're here just, we wanted to make our music. So that's, Hmm. so Disney wanted to start doing shows geared more younger. I mean, I think we have seen that with some of the more recent like sitcoms that are, they're just more about people that are, or kids that are younger and not so much in the like teen bracket. Okay. This is probably one of the most bizarre (laughs) um, pilots to come out of the vault. Is it Gulliver Quinn? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This one had my jaw dropping, especially when I saw the screenshots. Okay, everyone, please sit down, <laughs> buckle your seatbelts. You're going to need it. driving pull over because you will not believe what Joe <laughs> Disney was like. Yeah, let's, let's give it a shot. So in 2000, uh, 2011, Napoleon Dynamites. Just let that sit. Um, John Heater was set to produce and star in the Disney XD show Gulliver Quinn, which followed a 28-year-old who had to enroll in seventh grade after his family spent 15 years living in a cave while making a documentary about a rare tortoise. The show eventually released as a TV movie, which I don't know where that aired, because I've never heard of this. Yeah. Um, Featuring future Disney stars Joey Bragg from Liv and Maddie and Sabrina Carpenter. Like young, young, young Sabrina Carpenter. Like, yeah, she can't be more than like eleven. Yeah, here. So this is buck wild, bizarre. It makes more Another... sense that they let it go through the rafters because he was producing it. I don't think I knew that before. But like, when do Disney Channel fo- shows ever focus on people this old? It's weird that he's making like young friends. The rare tortoise thing. What? Huh? Well. 
and then like he had to go and the whole other concept of the show was since he he had to go back to school to middle school in order to graduate where he meets Sabrina Carpenter and all them so is it like see that's so like you can't just you can't a show like that can't do that shows and like ideas and concepts like this are also so stupid because like ged get a ged yeah (laughs) again another another concept another concept where i can't see it having like 10 episodes yeah because you're like okay it's the middle school dance (laughs) and napoleon dynamite has to go but oh no, he's never interacted with people his own age. Oh, he has to ask a 12-year-old to dance, but then he like, ta- or maybe he asked like a chaperone to dance. Yeah, but then it's weird. It, it's, it's weird regardless. The- like, this is weird. I mean, it's akin to Robin Williams' classic movie, Jack. Don't say classic about Jack. <laughs> I have to. If you don't know what that is, go look it up. But it's basically Yeah, we, we reviewed it together. On my YouTube channel. A little a little plug. A little <laughs> plug. A little early plug for Becca's YouTube channel. Strange that Napoleon Dynamite, like Disney XD, not even Disney Channel. I know. XD. Like, when, I feel like there weren't, like, sitcoms on Disney. I mean, I know there were. I don't know. I thought Disney XD was more action shows. One of these days, we'll probably look into a Disney XD show. But talk about something I'm not familiar with. I think they made the right move to not air the show. Mm-hmm. Because I just don't think Disney at the time was ready to have an adult as their lead. Yeah, there's another would... time that they we have an adult as the lead on this list that also did not work out. Yeah. Um, but those were some of the shows... Um, and again, like Becca pointed out, there's a, there's a Zac Efron Disney Channel pilot somewhere. Um, who knows where? But who knows what that's about. Um, but those are some of the ones we found that are based on original ideas. Um, and so now we're going to shift gears into still unaired Disney pilots. But these all have some sort of link to Disney Channel property. So these are shows that never made it to air based on Disney Channel things. And these are just um, original pilots. From now established Disney Channel shows. Um, and since we just talked about a boy band, a Disney Channel boy band, um, with a failed pilot, let's talk about another Disney Channel boy band with a failed pilot, but they loved these boys so much they had to make it work somehow. The Jonas Brothers basically picked up Haversham Hall. What do you mean? Prep school vibe like i mean disney had an idea for a prep school show i guess they passed it on to jonas because as this is i think it might be common knowledge by now i know this has been uh, out there for a few years but that the original pilot for jonas was like spy centered and it was an acronym and jonas stood for something oh yeah the acronym stood for junior operatives networking as spies (laughs) and not to bring it Back to 2023. But there's kind of a reason why this pilot got reworked. It's because the original Jonas pilot was shot in 2007, but the 2007-2008 writer strike (gasps) impended progress. Dun-dun-dun! 
so wow very timely it was like and it was shot and everything in a disney channel asia to promote what's coming in 2008 they showed it was part of their coming soon to disney channel package and you see like the jonas brothers running in the hallway (laughs) and it said j-o-n-a-s wow they wanted to be the oss so bad Hmm. i think what do you think about would you have liked because we've watched Jonas on this on this podcast. We have. Um and we're not the biggest fans. We're not the biggest fans. Short to say. But I I don't know. I feel like this could have either been worse or maybe it could have given some them something that was like different enough and interesting enough to do that it would have helped a little bit. By the time they reworked the pilot, I don't think Jonas Brothers really wanted to do the show. To be honest, in my opinion. Oh, well, haven't they've all um, said that it was like the worst decision they've ever made? Yeah. <laughs> so. Do you think Nick just think, came back and was like, I don't want to do stunts anymore. I just want to flip my hair and flirt with women. I don't know. I think they just wanted to be like, this is the Jonas Brothers, you know. We're getting away from the spy thing. Yeah. I mean, especially after Camp Rock was so successful because they basically have the exact same dynamic yeah, in Jonas that they have in Camp Rock. I, I want to say the Jonas pilot, original pilot, and Camp Rock were shot around the same time. But Camp Rock came out, and then the writer's strike happened. Or, like, somewhere in, that, somewhere in that order, Camp Rock hit, and they're like, uh-oh. These Jonas Brothers are a hit. We should need <laughs> I think, in the long run, this is better. Because I can't imagine, like, Kevin Jonas as a spy, or JoJo, or any of them doing this. Doing, they're great at being themselves, and that's what Jonas was. You're basically Wait, saying they're boring? bad actors. And I don't disagree. No. I don't disagree. Some people are, can only... That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, there are some actors where... Like Jennifer Aniston can only be a Jennifer Aniston character. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you don't buy... She's, you know... She's one of those actresses where no matter what character she is... She's Even always it, like, Rachel Green. She, she's always Jennifer. Like in the morning show, she's still Jennifer Aniston, but as a TV anchor. Yeah. And a Adam Sandler movie, she's just Jennifer Aniston married to Adam Sandler. Do you know what I mean? In her like, very Brothers, first no matter, movie, she's just Jennifer Aniston before she was Jennifer running Aniston from running a, from a leprechaun. <laughs> from a leprechaun, you know? <laughs> the Rachel so Green she's Jonas... giving in that movie is off the charts. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I thought we were on a break. Rachel, I better be wearing green or I'm going to get pinched. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to talk about another reworked pilot. May I? You may. Please. Please, please, please. Mother, may I? (laughs) Mother, may I? Mother, you may. Wait, what's the response? I don't remember. It's been so long since I'm... (laughs) Oh, you go, go, yes, you may. Um, So... Dove Cameron was originally cast as Alan- Alana or Elena in Bits and Pieces, which was supposed to be the story of a blended family told through vignettes rather than traditional episodes. However, after the show was picked up, Dove got, Dove got a call that she was actually going to be playing twins and we'll figure it out as we go, <laughs> which led to Liv and Maddie. This is what Dove Cameron had to say about that. 
I literally sat in an office for three months with my director writing out every difference I could think of. One is left-handed, one is right-handed, their voices are different. There are backstories that nobody will ever know except for me, but because I knew those, they were fully-fledged people in my mind. Later on, in the final episode of Liv and Maddie, um, it's revealed that the confessionals that the show had, the characters gave, were actually for the Rooney family's reality show called Bits and Pieces. Great way to bring it back. Uh, yeah. Um, so what do you think? What a, as compared to the Jones brothers, they were like, we'll just drop the spy thing. They're like, oh, Dove, you got cash as one character. Um, no, you're gonna your be pilot's going two. through. But how about two? I can't imagine getting that call. I think either show would have been fine, you know, to be yeah. honest. Um, but what a call to get that you're basically doing a Lindsay Lohan and you that's not the job you signed up for. They were really like, digging the parent trap concept over there. Yeah, and I always hate it when it's like multi-camera sitcom doing it. I'm like, just do a single cam. It's probably yeah, easier. Yeah, I didn't know until today that Liv and Maddie even had like confessional scenes in it, which kind of gives me the ick. <laughs> like, I don't want that from y'all. You're right. Just give me, have Duff Cameron just sing and dance. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, I think either it sounds like a uh, a standard Disney Channel show that um, would have been just like your regular run of the mill one. But I don't yeah. know. Having, I think, I think the whole thing was having twins played by one person was the selling point of the show. I don't think they made it a secret that it was her by herself, if that makes sense. As a, I don't think it's, I mean, I don't think it's possible to not, no, to hide that. It's not. Not, not to bring it back to Mary Kane Ashley, but when they were on Full House, they hid that it was twins for a while until Mary Kane Ashley started doing stuff as twins. Like in the opening credits of Full House, it says Mary Kane Ashley Olsen. Not your Full House hour. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and that's the end of Full House hour. Um, okay. We have a couple more to get through uh, before we get in a couple more reworked stuff. And then we'll get into some like the, the biggest ones that I wanted to talk about. Um, this was in 2011, Disney greenlit uh, a pilot led by Maya Mitchell of Teen Beach Movie fame mm-hmm. called Zombies and Cheerleaders, which was about a high school zombie trying to fit in with the popular cheerleaders. Um, it also starred Luke Benward, who was in Minutemen. Um, but the concept was, it obviously didn't get picked up, but the concept was eventually re- reworked into the 2018 TV movie Zombies. Yeah, so it got its flowers. It's got its flowers, but I think, do you think they were like, damn. I mean, not, I'm sure Maya Mitchell was fine because she had Teen Beach movies. Yeah, but Luke Benward seemed sad. He said that was one of his favorite roles that he'd ever done. Really? Yeah, he did. Well, that's not the only time Mr. Benward will be. No, he said it was like a... Ferris Bueller vibes and he would like talk to the camera a lot. Well, Zombies Breaks the Fourth Wall. Oh, the, okay. The, well, the I, haven't, I haven't seen any of those. Yeah. Um, interesting where we've talked about shows that were like, we think they would be better as movies and they never happen. And this one actually, they're like, you know what? This would be better as a movie. Yeah. And then they got three out of them. Not just one movie, but three. The star in one. You got RuPaul to start in the last one. <laughs> that was a crazy realization when that was a story. I know. Okay. Um, 
So, the sex pilot we're going to talk about, starring Allison Stoner. So this is what we call a backdoor pilot. Mm -hmm. And if you ever watched sitcoms and all of a sudden one of the side characters goes off in an adventure and they interact with people you've never seen before and you will never see again, and maybe the main character is nowhere to be found except for one scene, that is a backdoor pilot. And what that is, is that is a way to test a pilot out within the show to see how the audience responds. Yes. So that's what this was. Famous, Remember that ep- famous uh, examples include, um, I'm sure this was the one you're probably about to say, Mork and Mindy. No. Really? What were you about example. to say? I didn't have one. Oh, I was, well, Better Call Saul, I think, is like unofficially one because I'm not sure if they were like wanting a Saul spinoff as early in the show as they brought him on. But that was references one. And then Mork and Mindy is the one that I'm most familiar with. Obviously, like the Mork character appeared for the first time completely randomly. Like it's so yeah. bizarre on an episode of Happy Days so they could like test this out. And then it became this hugely successful show. Yeah. But a great Disney Channel uh, um, example is the That's Raven episode called Going Hollywood. And that is when Corey gets cast as an extra. And Delivery? A Delivery. Uh, speaking of happy days, better days, um, which is kind of a a take on happy days starring Allison Stoner. And then like Corey and Raven and Victor are in the beginning. And then Allison Stoner just takes over the whole show. Yeah. And it's about Allison Stoner's character wanting to go to regular school for the first time. And it had Agnes from the sweet life in it as her best friend. Um, Jack A. Harry from Sister Sister played the director of the show. And we debunked a rumor that people say this is what started the concept of Hannah Montana. And in our episode with Michael Porias, the creator of both That's Raven and Hannah Montana, he debunked this. Yeah. So this was not the inspiration for Hannah Montana. Because it was up against Hannah Montana in the, in the running for which pilots were going to make it to air. Which is why it got yeah. the chop, because Disney went with Hannah Montana. Ultimately, they said the two concepts were too similar. But Which this, I agree this concept reminds me a lot of the concept for Sunny with a Chance. So it wouldn't surprise me if they like kept this idea around and just brought it back a few but years But it's later. reverse, like a regular girl going. Yeah, but it's still like, it's than... still kind of similar. Like you still see the show within the show. Yeah. I just remember as a kid watching this episode, and eventually I'm sure we will cover it. Um, being so confused. Yeah. I'm like, what? What's happening? But you know what? Allison Stoner eventually got that wand ID, so she's good. She's good. She got she got it. That's more she than most of the Infinity's... people or a lot of the people on this list can say. Yeah, she and she got to be in Camp Rock. She got the full thing, kind of. Poor yeah, poor Lou Benward was out here struggling. He's struggling <laughs> to get that wand. He couldn't make it work. Um, see, like, Allison, she got the decom. She, she was in music. And she got um, the show, the series. Well, speaking of Beauty's Allison and Luke Benward, that's a great transition into another one of these uh, unaired pilots that eventually would become something else. This is a pilot called Madison High. Yes. Gagged and gooped by what this one was supposed to be. This was a Miss Darby spinoff. 
<laughs> right. Something we've all been clamoring for. We almost had it in our grasps. So Madison High was about Miss Darbus moving to another school and starting their drama department. But why does she move to another so, school? So it's not high school Is musical, she so, so wrought with depression after Ryan and Sharpay graduated that she has to go somewhere else? I almost wish that this was like a prequel and it was like her job before East High or going even back and it's like going even farther back and it's like Miss Darbus in high school when she like finds the love of drama for the first time. Well, not in the 70s. It would not be played by Alison Reed at that point, obviously, unless they severely de-aged her. But I think, I don't know. I thought both of those ideas would be fun. (laughs) Not severely de-aged her like Star Wars. Brought her back from the dead like Carrie Fisher in Rogue One. <laughs> we use all the money they have. That's why the pilot couldn't. That's why the pilot couldn't stand the test of time because they used all their money to de-age Miss Darbus. Oh um, so Matt, like we said, the the show was set to be a musical. Uh, like obviously the High School Musical. It was going to be the first time a show was based on a Disney Channel original movie. So this is according to Disney Channel Wiki, so who knows? Wiki, Wiki. I'm begging you. So, this is always a Wiki. point of contention. <laughs> so apparently Miss Darbus was just going to be a recurring character. On the show? So, yeah. She wasn't going to be the main. She wasn't going to be the main character. So she probably wasn't going to be in every episode. I'm glad I got canceled. <laughs> Well, Luke Benward was there waiting in the wings for his chance. Luke Benward. Luke Benward was there as well as G. Hanelius, um, soon to be star of Dog with a Blog. So she eventually got her, her time to shine. Um, yeah, the choreographer and director of Camp Rock 2 was set to choreograph it. There was going to be oh. four show, four songs. Yeah, four, because this is 2011. Uh, four songs were going to be in each episode. Wow. Um, That's a lot. Yeah. And it was, yeah. So it was going to be like, I guess, like Glee for Disney Channel. No. A little bit. Bleak. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they shot the pilot and everything. Executive produced by people from Jonas. Um, yeah. And I think this is one of those things where Disney really wanted to make the high school musical gravy boat happen. <laughs> the gra- to, the of gravy course, boat. <laughs> I don't know. Just keep it in the family. Keep it in the family. Um, don't take it away. Uh, and, and eventually they, because I think there was a failed high school musical four. They never worked out. Um, of course, we eventually got a, sh- a high school musical series. Um, I, this is a, one of the shows where I would have probably, wanted to see the pilot i wish it like leaked i know it, it none of it has leaked but i think this did they at least kept the idea of a high school musical tv show on the table which is of oh, course yeah. how i'm sure that was a stepping stone in the pathway that led us to high school musical the musical the series yeah but it's some i it's just interesting how some of these like the anticipation for some pilots are so big mm-hmm. that it like makes the news and then poof, nothing happened. I know. Which is so odd to me. And this is one of the, I think the last couple ones we're going to be talking about are great examples of those. Question for you. You know the show High School Musical, the musical series, how that ended up where it's High School Musical is a movie in the reality of the show. Yeah. You know. 
as opposed to Madison High takes place within the high school musical universe. So like Troy and Gabriella are real people. Yeah. What do you prefer? Hmm. I don't Having, know. Having like I think potentially I, two options. I think I like the way that they went meta with it because in a way it leaves the high school musical universe untouched. Untouched. And you can't, there's no way to combine. I mean, now they've gone all messing with the canon with this new season, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's no way like to watch an episode of high school musical musical series where you're like, I wish Troy Bolton would walk into those doors. Troy Bolton doesn't exist. Exactly. At, as opposed to Madison High, where Miss Darvis is a teacher, and then speculation would be like, oh, do you think Zac Efron will make an appearance visiting his old teacher? Well, we so, speculated on whether Zac Efron would make an appearance regardless. Yeah, but... It's bound to happen. But, in, but you know, in the, if in the, the series eventually got, no one was like... Maybe he will, because in that universe, he's Zac Efron. Why would he come back? There's another show that was filmed and was leaked online. And this was um, a spinoff of The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Um, of course, we all know The Sweet Life on Deck, which just celebrated its 15 years. Ugh, made it to air. I feel so ancient reading that. But before The Sweet Life on Deck, there was another Sweet Life spinoff um, called Arwen. Or Housebroken. Those are the two titles they were going with. Why was it not called Housebroken or Arwen like a play? (laughs) (laughs) So this was about Arwen moving in with his sister to help raise her kids. Um, Starring a young Selena Gomez. As Alexa. (laughs) Yeah, as Arwen's niece. So you watched, and these are all like, up for grabs on the internet. Yeah, these so. there are clips of this on YouTube. This one was interesting. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how I feel about it. This I think was another re- another they weren't ready for an adult to be the main. Yeah, character. one of the clips that has resurfaced is a clip of him like breaking into a high school house party to get her out and bring her home. And Crazy by Narls Barkley is playing in the, in the background, which was super bizarre. And I, I don't know. There was just like something in the tone of it that was like, I don't know if I can get 100% behind this. Do you think it's just we can't buy into the fact that Arwen is supposed to be the parental figure? Maybe because he was never supposed to be that. Like, Arwen is funny because he's a man-child. Yeah. And it's just funny because, like I said, eventually, I think they weren't ready to have, like, an, an adult as... Yeah. But you eventually get Raven's home. Yeah, but even which still, I think is half the that. time, that's Booker's home. But I feel like if there was going to ever be an adult to pull that off, it would be Raven. And I, I don't yeah. think that this necessarily, like, if this show had come out, like, I, I would have been sad. I would have watched. If, like, of course I would. Yeah, because but who doesn't love Arwen? If the choice comes down to it's this or Sweet Life on Deck, I feel like that choice is obvious. For Disney, yeah. at least. Yeah, it's just like, and I think this was, hey, and guess who still got his wand ID? 
Brian Stepanek. Well, he put in the hours on the Disney Channel games. They had to give. They had to throw him. He did, and he and he got Brian O'Brien. He did. Okay, I would rather have Arwen or Arwen than Brian O'Brien. I would rather have Housebroken or Arwen than Brian O'Brien. Housebroken sounds like a dog. I, I I'm know. Glad why is it called I, Housebroken? It makes it sound like he peed on the rug. Right. Probably because he's like a mechanic or whatever he is on the screen. Where's the scene of Arwen peeing on the rug and his sister putting him outside? And he has get to get Selena here, Gomez Arwen. to let him back in. I, yeah, I think the concept is... I just don't think it would probably be hard to buy Arwen as a parental figure. Exactly. Because we're known for him, like, he would get, be the scheme schemes with Zack and Cody. Exactly. And he would be making these crazy inventions. And, like, also part of the reason why we love Arwen is because he thirsts over Carrie so much. Right, <laughs> Like, do you right. think he brought his Carrie cardboard cutout with him to his sister's I house? Hope that would have been great. Um... But I think one of probably the main reason why it didn't go through is because that pilot was also up against. No, it wasn't. It was up against the Sweet Life on Deck, I think. Yeah, I think I it believe. was. I think it was an either or situation. Like we're either going to do this Arwen spinoff, or I mean, if you have the majority of the cast in one show, and then you have one just breakout Arwen character from the, the other, other, just Arwen, you're like, um, which one are we going to yeah. go with? It would be like Let's have the one with the majority. Of it the would cast. be like if Friends was over and the choice was either Joey or still Friends. <laughs> with, like, with the other Let's five, go with still literally just the five still, but they're like they like moved to LA instead. Just like, well, that's what Joey was, but you know what I mean. You know what the I whole mean. show is them trying to they get away to the- from Joey. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good that's a good point. It's like ah. We had the majority of the cast. We all yeah. lost two out of the main. You had, I mean, like, um, it's all, I, like, Mosby was probably more of a fan favorite than Arwen. London was probably more of a fan favorite than Arwen. Now, that's the spinoff. Mosby? Mosby moving in with his Mosby or to help Housebroken. Ra- I like Mo- the Mosby's. <laughs> Wait. That's the. He has to, that he has to, like, raise his sister's week. unruly kids. Yes, and this time he can't get away yeah. from them because... and he thinks he was going to go on vacation. And, like, he's in the backyard in a lawn chair, like, trying to sip a drink, and the kids run by and spill it or something. Oh, I think that one would have actually worked. Probably, yeah. And, call, and just called it the Mosby's. <gasps> Damn it, man. Damn. <laughs> Damn. And they could have run... And he's now running a bed and breakfast. <laughs> Airbnb Mosby. Airbnb Mosby. Damn, Becca. That is that's the spinoff. The Arwen spinoff didn't work because Mosby can be goofy, but can also be the parental figure. Yeah. Arwen can't do both. I'm so sorry. <gasps> he can't do both. Get you a girl that can do both, and that's Mosby. Dang, that's the better idea. Is Mosby getting the spinoff? I think kids would have loved just a Mosby's bit off as well. Yeah. But you know, Arwen with the with the, the, the zaniness of it all. All right. I think to close I want to mention one thing that I found on the internet today. Yes. Yeah. Are you do. aware of the lost episode creepypasta circle of the internet? 
I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> well, cre- like creepypastas, like online, like horror stories where somebody will write a story no. about like, I found this horrible episode of SpongeBob with all these violent things happen. And they're not real, but they're always written like, oh, okay. I was an intern at Nickelodeon from these years and I stumbled across this horrible thing. Oh, okay. Like, there's, okay. I got you. I got there's you, a you. Simpsons one that's called Dead Bart. Like there's, there's a lot of infamous like lost episode creepypastas. Okay. And there is one for Good Luck Charlie that is called Love Teddy that some people on the internet think was a real lost episode. But I I glimpsed over the story. There's not a whole lot that's worth mentioning because it's a creepypasta. So it's obviously like way more dark and violent and grim than a Disney Channel show would ever even think to sniff at. But when I was scrolling through like some of these comments, people were like, you forgot Love Teddy. Like, where's Love Teddy on the list? Love Teddy. It's not real. Maybe that was a alternate title. It could have been um, an alternate title, but the uh, the lost episode stuff is like the fact that it was a more mature. Anyway. Interesting. Interesting. Um, all right. But before we close, <laughs> before we close the Disney Channel vaults, we have to talk about um, a show that Disney loved, and they tried to make it happen again, not once, not twice, but three times. And neither time was the charm. And neither time made it to air. So to close it out, we're talking about all the attempts to bring Liz McGuire back to our screens. Um, And I think it's just easier to go in order um, of each time they tried to bring it back. Um, so the first time they tried to bring it back was directly after the show ended. Um, Disney had a whole plan to continue the Liz McGuire series. This time, they were going to move it from Disney Channel and aired on ABC, a part of the TGIF. And it was about Lizzie going to high school. Um, and of course, and they were going to do a sequel to the movie. So there's going to be a new show and a new movie. I'm assuming... Um, Alex Borstein would have made uh, an appearance on the God TV. Can I'm, only I'm assuming hope. everyone who was in everyone who's in the movie, that was kind of like it's backdoor pilot, so to speak. Yeah. Um But unfortunately, due to Hillary Duff not being paid what she should have been, mm-hmm. uh Hillary Duff decided to walk away from it. And this was a statement that they made um in two thousand three. So Liz McGuire may be the queen of tween, but don't expect to see her graduate from high school. Despite the hit Disney TV series and this month's movie spinoff, the character is kaput because the studio wouldn't meet 15-year-old Hilary Duff's asking price for, for further Lizzie projects. Of course, each side blames the other for the split. Disney says we, are very, we very much wanted to continue the Lizzie franchise. This is what the Duff had to say. Um, Disney's strong arm tactics and failure to pay our client a fee um, with offers received from other studios and networks caused the breakdown of negotiations with the Doves. While the Liz McGuire franchise may be over for Disney, Hilary Duff's career is flourishing. And at the time, Hilary Duff was, uh, had two movies coming up, which was Cheaper by the Dozen and uh, Cinderella's Story. Damn, she was already booked so, and busy. She didn't even need them. Yeah. So would you have liked uh, Liz McGuire high school years i think so especially if like you mentioned like if mrs ungermeyer had come back i would have eaten that up i know we all wanted to see more of her and gordo than just the glimpse that we got i guess miranda probably would have been out of the picture 
Yeah. But it would have been fun. It's cool that they were going to be like, we're moving it to ABC. Yeah. Because then they could do a little more. Not a little, like, you know, more. I'm wondering what is a show that it would have kind of been akin to? Maybe like Boy Meets World? Probably, yeah. Show? Um, I'm assuming they would keep it, they would have kept it single camera. She would have been, she, may have, she was already powerful enough during <laughs> 2003. Maybe that would have tipped the tipping point. I know. Um, yeah, it would have been interesting to see. Because then you would get new characters and how that would alter. I don't know. It would have been weird to see her in the... Because you just think of Hilary Duff as Lisa McGuire in that one sense. Yeah. Um, see her, like, driving and, you know, going to prom. Ah, we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> um, I would have liked it. It would have been cool. Apparently, that was kind of... They wanted to do that with Even Stevens as well. Kind of bring both shows to ABC huh. and do the high school years for even Stevens and Liz McGuire and have that be part of the TGIF block Interesting. in the early 2000s. The next spinoff, speaking of Miranda, Miranda would have finally had her chance in the sun. Um, this spinoff was going to be called What Stevie Thinking? And this was about Miranda's little sister, Stevie. And this would have sounded like basically a copy and paste Liz McGuire. Um, but told through another 13-year-old, and the link would have been Miranda being in the series, and there was still going to be a cartoon and everything, and this starred Selena Gomez. Um, and I think ultimately the pilot didn't go through because this was up against Hannah Montana. Dang! So, Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana yeah. put so much on the chopping block. Yeah. So what do you think? Would you have liked... A Liz McGuire spinoff, but Mar- I think it would have been a Miss Darbus situation where Miranda would, that would, that's the, the connecting link. Yeah, but she's not like a series regular. I think she, I mean, I think she was in the show, but you know, I think would, she would have her B-plots. B and Maria Canales um, Barea from Wizards revealed that she was cast as Selena Gomez's mom in that pilot. Well, look at that. Even though there was a mom already in the show. <laughs> True fans, I guess, didn't care. Yeah, that one, I don't it's know. interesting. I mean, it's, it's just more proof that they were really trying to get Selena Gomez to work somewhere. And yeah. I'm, I'm glad that they, that they finally did because I feel like and Wizards I, was, would have had much more success than something like that might have had. Yeah, yeah. And, did people really like know. Miranda enough for something like that to work? I mean, honestly, I think it's just a way to tie the Liz McGuire brand into the show. Probably, yeah. Because Liz McGuire doesn't have... I think it was established that, of course, Lizzie doesn't have a little sister, but Gordo doesn't have a little sister. So Miranda, I think, I think it's established that she had a younger, like a baby. Not, not Miranda had a baby, <laughs> but her, like, in the show, she had, like, a, a little sister. Um... I want to say the creator of Liz McGuire was going to spearhead that show as well, hmm. um, which was what Stevie thinking, which the original, the original, um, I think it was originally called what Stevie thinking. And then it changed to Stevie Sanchez. Um, that's what Liz McGuire's original title was, was called what's Lizzie thinking. Huh. Um, Interesting. Yeah. It would have been fun to see like Miranda back on the screen. 
after yeah i know not being there for years also the name i don't love the name what's lizzie thinking but that makes more sense with the cartoon character being there like the, yeah. that name justifies yeah. the existence of the cartoon character more than just right. lizzie mcguire just the name why is this girl's little voice in her head talking to her <laughs> and of course to wrap up the lizzie mcguire saga we couldn't end it without the the hurt the, the pain. greatest tv mistake of all time according to news source i mean i feel like everyone knows how this all went down the lizzie mcguire reboot that was said to be on disney plus following lizzie mcguire in her 30s and it makes me so mad now with the way that they were just like Ooh, like we just don't think this is gonna work because they didn't have a clear image of what they wanted for Disney Plus yet, and now I feel like they just have anything on there, and it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, yeah, they do. They did a whole big to do, and now it it ended up being nothing. You know what I mean? If, you, if they can have Glee on their platform, I'm sure they could have had whatever this was gonna be. Glee is yeah. far more offensive <laughs> than anything Lizzie have yeah. ever done. Yeah, and we've talked about it. In previous episodes, so I don't want to like do Groundhog's Day about of course, what was of said. And what it just always said. makes me mad. <laughs> well, yeah, because you're like, that's like if Hannah Mont- that's like if Miley Cyrus agreed to do a Hannah Montana reboot, you would do everything in your power to make sure that show makes it to. I air. would plaster cast myself inside of Disney's walls so I could pop out at a moment's <laughs> notice if they said it wasn't going to happen anymore. Like, like, why didn't they, like, bend over backwards? Like, the person who built that channel was like, yeah, let's finally do it after. And they said for years that they kept asking her to do another one. And they were just like, uh, And no. then they shut and it down like, for, okay. like, the only reasons that she even agreed to do it. Yeah. Just, uh. and <laughs> this was your third attempt to try to get a Lizzie McGuire spinoff off the ground. And this time, Lizzie McGuire herself is back. and. You were like, no, that's bad. That was bad marketing. That was bad. And it got so, like, the whole, it's just all messy. The fact it's that they messy, were too messy, big messy, for their messy, bridges messy. to send it to Hulu, too. And they own Hulu. They were just like, mm, they no. Didn't ha- they didn't have a problem sending Liz McGuire to ABC back in the day. <sighs> mm-hmm. Like, we got so far when they started releasing materials for the show yeah getting a getting us excited our mouths were watering and they just they yanked it out from under us and i don't know since how i met your father is canceled maybe something will happen we always say that we always say that um but i want to show you the only clip that was released from the lizzie mcguire reboot this is what Disney Plus uploaded to all their platforms about what is coming in 2020. Granted, what this was in t- January 2020, you all know what happened a couple months after. But this was to promote their upcoming new shows in 2020. That's all we got. That's all we got. <sighs> That's all we have. And then they did a behind the scenes. <laughs> Of introducing Gordo back into the cast. And that's it. That's all we got. I'm pulling out my hair. Everything else in that video made it to <laughs> air, I think. 
Yeah, I think so. I think everything else made it to air except Lizzie McGuire. They didn't cut the Grace Vanderwall Stargirl movie, but they <laughs> they get this. <laughs> they get this. Uh, oh. You you win some, you lose some, and we lost and we big lost. time with that one. We lost big. We lost big. Um. All right. So I think looking into the Disney vault, I think we've cleared everything out. We've cleared the cobwebs. We've cleared. The reworked pilots, we cleared all the pilots, the reboots, the sequels. So what do you think? Do you think the majority should have made it to air? Or do you think the right stuff, if that was reworked, do you think the right things that eventually made it to air somehow, some way? I think for the the most part, the right stuff made it to air. Because there was a lot of these that we were like, huh? What? Who? And just like too many concepts that are a little too off the wall for Disney Channel. But I think there's some stuff that would have been sure bets like Kiki and Jamal, I think, would have been a sure thing. Um, Obviously, I'll be pulling my hair out over Lizzie and all of the failed reboots and spinoffs for the rest of my days. But (laughs) there are a few gems in there. But I think I think for the most part, the right stuff made it through. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think all the pilots we talked about is just a great example of stars that Disney really wanted to work with, and they just kept putting them in stuff until things stuck, until they got that great wand handed to them. <laughs> um, all right. What is the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? The Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is if you are making a show for a network for kids, think a little bit harder before you pitch a show that stars an adult. Yeah. Um, I think my Disney Channel lesson is if you've tried your hardest to get one of your biggest properties back on the air, and then the star herself knocks on the door and is like, yeah, let's do it again. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. Whatever they want to do. <laughs> um, all right. Becca, if people want to find... What's in your Disney vault? <laughs> Where can they find you? I just realized Disney let Hillary Duff slip through their fingers twice on a Lizzie McGuire deal. Yeah. Damn you, Bobby Iga! <laughs> damn you! People were saying a lot of that. Damn you! I know, we said so many dams this episode. Sorry for your ears if you... <laughs> I, hope, I hope the ghost of Lizzie McGuire haunts the halls of Disney for all its days. <laughs> She's joining the happy haunts in the haunted mansion. <laughs> You can just see Lizzie in her jeans standing there in the corner. Anyways. Just the cartoon. Um, you can see what's in my Disney vault on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O, Becca's Records on TikTok, Becca Stogner on YouTube if you want to go back and check out the video that me and Hunter did way back in the day or just any of my other old stuff. Or you can check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group at YGSSG Podcast. And if you want to follow me on any of the show, social medias, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, H Kevin Martin on Twitter. But more importantly, if you want to follow us on any of our social medias, just type in the Time Machine Podcast. You'll find us there. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Threads, whatever. We're there. We're all we're in all of them. Um, rate and review us on Apple Podcast. If you leave us a review, we will read it on an episode and show you the love right back. Give us five stars on Spotify if you're ever so kind. Um, and talk to us on all the social medias. Uh, we love talking to every single one of you. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to hear. And tell us what you don't want to hear. Because we want to have 
you all listening to have so much fun because we're having so much fun making this. We are having fun making this. Um, so this is the last week of September. October is up next, which is usually our month of frights. Uh, that's going to look a little different this year. The WGA got a fair deal, but we are still waiting for the Woo. SAG after, after a strike to be over before we can resume talking about the things we all know and love. But we have something a little different and fun planned this year to, to scare you. So hold on to your yeah. candy corn. Don't let your witch hats fly away just yet. The month is still filled with frights. Um, maybe not what you think, but scary things. Things are still going to be going down. bump in the night. <laughs> <laughs> and you may have to take some sides. Uh, but until Ooh. next time, when we begin the month of frights, we will see you later, time travelers. Always buckle your seatbelts.